Good evening and welcome to For Your Amusement, a new podcast where we discuss theme parks around the country, all for your amusement. Nolan, Nick, welcome. Thank you. Welcome, welcome. We're back for uh, the second week, so uh, we're continuing the train. Yes, sir. So it, it looks like we have seen the end of COVID because Mickey Mouse has... Pulled the sword from the stone and basically left it up to the honor system with the mask thing, saying that if you are a fully vaccinated guest, you no longer have to wear a mask inside the park. Now, that does that include indoor attractions and restaurants as well? Yeah, I think the only thing they said was uh, transportation. You had to still have a mask. Um, okay. I'm not sure if they will change it sooner, but I think that was what they announced at the time. So. Which is super ridiculous considering you're sitting next to strangers on rides, but it's okay to sit next to strangers with masks on a bus. Anyway, it doesn't make any sense to me, but, um, I, I guess sort of a stupid question, but do you guys feel like this is the right decision? Nolan, you want to go first? Yeah. Um, it's it's tough um, because, you know, I think they were kind of forced their hand. I think if they had their own, say, they would have waited. I think because of Universal doing that and, and uh, how they randomly kind of announced it, they had to do what they had to do. Um, and, I mean, I think it's a smart thing just because – the the country I think I believe California just opened today, New York just opened today. Um obviously the other states, Florida has been. Um so I mean I'm not sure how long you wanted to wait to kinda do this. Um and it kinda it doesn't mean like you can't go if you're scared, you know, you can still wear a mask. Um and the only thing that sucks though is uh I mean I missed a lot of the, the lines being uh uh spread out. Um, because usually just like preach, um, yes, yeah. preach. Because it, it was, it's just so bad. It's like hot and sweaty. I don't, I don't like people around me like that close. Like especially, I don't know you. Like get, get away, man. Like yeah, really, <laughs> really quick side story. So when I was in line for Velocicoaster, I swear to God, the kid behind me literally had his ass cheeks on mine. It was very <laughs> uncomfortable the entire time. <laughs> so I completely empathize. Yeah. Just said, I get that. I they could have easily kept those things, and I think nobody would have complained. But, um, I mean, yeah, but what I said was, I think, I, I think they're on the right train. And I think by the end of the summer, uh, cause you mentioned the, the transportation, I think by the end of the summer, it should be all normal. So but yeah. I know Kyle, Kyle is on the, uh, conservative side and I'm kind of interested to see kind of what he says. Yeah. So, well, the first thing I wanted to say was, I don't know if you guys saw their videos where, People, like, so many people were crowding uh, um, Disneyland today. Like, they were going nuts. Like, it was the whole block. Like, down the entire block, there were just people just squished together. And it was, like, because people are so excited now that the masks are off. Um, right. So, uh, here's the thing. Like, I know I'm probably overly conservative, but I think that we're, we're moving at, at too quick of a pace. I think that we've gotten – we should have – been more gradual and i know you can say oh you know we did partial openings whatever but like, we never went from like 
25% to 50% to 75% yeah. to 100%. We just went from 25% all the way to 100%. And it's like, you gotta, <laughs> there should be some type of gradual progression. And I, I think it's because of the states. They are so, like, unproportionate, where it's like one state's a polar opposite of, like, another, where it's, well, we it was same, probably. So we didn't have a choice. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was just it's so hard to kind of keep up with everybody else in the country, you know? Yeah. And that's the issue, too, is like, you know, New York sees California opening. They're like, why can't we open? And then it's a whole big thing. And, you know, all the states are like that. And one state opens and it's a domino effect. Uh, whereas, like, I don't know if we're ready, but I know that, like, one state, you know, did it. And then everyone else it feels pressure to follow suit. I know, especially in New York. I, I mean, I don't trust Cuomo because Cuomo's got thousands of scandals <laughs> and he's still in office and he doesn't want the attention on him. So the last thing he needs is people saying, well, everyone else is opening. Why don't you open? And then everyone's talking about Cuomo and they're bringing up the scandals and that, you know, he doesn't want that. So I don't trust Cuomo as his you know, motives are pure. Um, but regardless, going back to like Disneyland specifically, Disneyland had to do it because everyone else, everywhere else in the country is opening. Universal is open. You know, what are they going to do? They're going to require masks and get people to go to Universal like that's. People are going to go wherever the masks are not, especially in Florida. So I don't I don't understand. I mean, I get it, but, you know, Disney had to do it, honestly. Yeah, I'm, uh, I was expecting masks to disappear in the fall. Mm-hmm. So it happened slightly earlier, which, I mean, like Nolan was saying, they were kind of cornered to do. But, I mean, I guess it's discretionary at this point. If you go to the parks, you can't really complain knowing, you know, it's it's everywhere that masks are no longer mandated. So you can't really complain if you chose to go on vacation and show up and be surprised by it because it's, you know, it's everywhere. So I guess if you're you're planning your vacation, just keep that in mind. And, you know, you just got to do your best to... I guess deal with it, and I think it's very confusing how states don't – nobody communicates properly, so California is still fucked, and Florida does what they want. That's why we're shaped like a dick. (laughs) Well, but Nick, yeah. Sorry, Nolan, you go first. No, what I was going to say is, um, like, with Florida, you know, um, I was kind of the same thing as Kaya, where – I was, like, nervous of, like, doing this and that. But uh, I went out a couple weekends, or, like, three weekends ago, and it was, like, jam-packed. It was, like, very sketchy, you know? And I was okay. like, okay, like, we're going to see <laughs> if this is actually legit. Yeah. And uh, I I didn't get anything. And I think that is going to play, like, a, a trick on a lot of people's minds because if you kind of go through that, at least for me, is where if you go in a crowd, say you go to Disney World once, you know? And yeah. say you're, you have the vaccine and you go, you don't get COVID from it, then I think a lot of people are going to be like, okay, like, this is fine. And that's kind of how I was. And I think that's what a lot of people are going to tend to, you know? Yeah. And I think that's, that's going to be interesting, especially I bring that up because of the fireworks situation that they just announced today where they're going to bring it back in the beginning of Ju- July. So you know how crowded those things are. And obviously, if it just opened 100% capacity, I don't really imagine how big of a crowd, how crowded that's going to be to uh, be there, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, that's a good point with the fireworks. I mean, look, the main thing and what I wanted to say before was if if the people that are that concerned just don't go. <laughs> like, if you don't want if you're afraid to be in that situation, don't put yourself in that situation. Um, like, you know, it's like I don't agree with the um, – you know, with like full capacity for stadiums, because um, there are no masks whatsoever. But if you don't want to do that, then don't go to the stadium and don't go to the hockey game or whatever. So right, I think it's, right. you know, as long as the infections rates don't skyrocket because of it, you know, that's the only concern. Which I hopefully not, because if you, everyone's vaccinated, it shouldn't. Yeah, and I'm not sure you guys have seen, but they've been universal. Um, like how bad the uh the food system is i they i've heard they've been waiting hours <laughs> one hour two hour you need reservations to everything it's been a, a whole ass shit show where is this though like every restaurant yeah yeah throughout oh, a universal stuff too. Uh, burger digs all that oh in the park I, too yeah i remember the the Burger Diggs restaurant was like an hour and a half to get your food or something stupid. People were freaking out. That's nuts. And the food's not even that great. Like, you're going to be really upset when you get your food and it's not hot or whatever. Right. Yeah. So, speaking of Universal, um, we mentioned this on the last podcast, but officially, Velocicoaster is open, uh, open last Thursday. And uh, I think they had a lot of good success. Um, I'm not sure if you guys saw, but they gave out churros uh, after the ride or before the ride. Um, so I thought that was kind of funny. I saw Is most that... of them ended up in a trash can. Why? I don't know. There was just a picture of a trash can literally full of uneaten churros. But they looked good, though. Like aren't, Those are pretty new, aren't they? They're pretty recent. I have absolutely no idea. They're the s'mores ones, right? No, no, no. They were just giving out regular, regular churros. Oh, because they have a new one in uh, Jurassic Park that's um, like s'mores, and it's got like blue icing for the uh, Velocicoaster. Yeah, it looks really good. I know what you're talking about. That one looks really good. Yeah. Oh, so these were just regular churros? Yeah, they were just handing them out (laughs) because Nolan Nolan said that they joked that it was going to be a churro stand. That's what they were hiding before they announced Uh, the coaster. Well, that's good. I mean, I don't see any problem with that. No, no, I don't. I don't either. It's kind of funny that they played off of it. Yeah, and the it's fact cool that Universal that good. The fact that Universal gave out something for free—that's I mean, crazy. Right? Yeah, that is true. Especially after the hit that they took with COVID. Yeah. But I thought it was cool that they had Keenan Thompson coming, and I guess be the celebrity anchor to the opening. I, I don't. I don't think they had anybody from the movies or anything like that, right? As far as I know. I didn't see anything. No yeah. one anything? with uh what the celebrities? Any celebrities there besides Keenan Thompson? Yeah, it was just that I believe. That's interesting. I mean, it was kind of a a quiet opening as opposed to other rides that they've had in the past, though. I mean, I know, like once they kind of soft opened it, it was sort of like. All right, I guess it's open, so I guess they didn't really have to do much, but it's kind of a low-key opening, which was I'm not used to seeing.
Alright, well. So, my fault, my fault. Um, so, uh, after the Velocicoast opens, um, there's a lot of chatter with, uh, kind of what was happening next. And obviously the big thing is the, uh, the new park and whatnot. So, um, I'm not sure if you guys already know, but, uh, with all the, the theme lands and whatnot, but, uh, Kyle, I know you're a big fan of Stick With Me. Yes. And they're a part of, uh, what is the, the whole studio, um, uh, organization drawn out? Like, what's up top and how does it trickle down? Well, so Illumination is the, uh, the main, that's the, uh, or that's the studio. So, I'm trying to see who owns Illumination. I wonder, cause they're, they're the ones that produce everything. Um, I don't well, know who owns. You mean they're under DreamWorks, aren't they? Um, they're owned by Universal Pictures. Hmm. So that makes sense that Universal wants to promote them in the park. So, just because obviously, you know, they want their own, um, their own, um, what do you call it? Um, properties, I guess, you know, IPs. Um, so like they're, and Illumination is responsible for Despicable Me, Secret Life of Pets, which we already know as a new ride, you know, coming to the, uh, the California, um, land. Right. Uh, and then, or already there. Um, also the Lorax, the Grinch, um, and of course the Minions spinoffs. Right. So, um, before this all occurred, supposedly the five lands were, tell me if I'm wrong, but it was, uh, Nintendo Land, um, DreamWorks. Mm-hmm. I, was it, was DreamWorks? DreamWorks. Um, uh, Forbidden, uh, Forbidden Forest, um, uh, Fantastic Beasts and Harry Potter, The Monsters Land, and is that it, or is there one more I'm missing? I think that's it. I think that's it. Gotcha. So, um, I think it was, uh, yesterday, they were talking, uh, about, um, the current, the new park, uh, kind of details, whatnot. Um, they mentioned how it would be the biggest park in the U.S., uh, theme park-wise. And, uh, the big thing that was mentioned was, uh, Illumination was, um, gonna be a big part of it. And it was, it's kinda interesting because that was never really anywhere rumor-wise. Like, even nobody mentioned it. So I'm kinda interested to see what you guys think about it. Um, because the only thing that I could think of is Despicable Me, I know, Secret Life, Secret Life of Pets, um, I'm not sure what else there really is, you know? So, what do you guys think? Nick, you wanna go first? I mean, obviously, if they agree to that, they're gonna clone the Secret Life of Pets ride they just opened yep. in Universal Hollywood. I, I don't really like clone rides, I, I, that kinda bothers me a little bit. Um, uh, it, it offers expansion opportunities with new franchises or films that they come out with. Hopefully, they have to be successful, obviously, first off. But I personally don't think this is a smart move because of what Nolan just said. I think you can pigeonhole yourself. And they've already got minions, like, prominently in your face as soon as you walk into Universal. So, I mean... 
it is what it is, but I hope that they go with the DreamWorks idea over the Illuminations. Just my opinion, though. Yeah, so obviously, I mean, I was going to say what Nick said in terms of they're going to clone the uh, the uh, Secret Life of Pets ride. They're going to have a new Despicable Me ride, probably based on the Minions or focused on the Minions. Um, and then what's interesting here, so I'm looking, they have a an upcoming uh, project that's a, a Mario movie that's in collaboration with Nintendo. So I think we'll probably see a, maybe a crossover with the Nintendo Land and the Illumination Land, potentially. Ooh, that'd be kind of cool. That would be really cool. Um, they also have Sing, so maybe a Sing ride. You know, that, um, that oh, you could do a show with that, too. Yeah. And then I think we were talking about it the other day, where, like, they don't really have that many shows, and they could use a little bit more shows like Disney does. Yeah, they, they lack shows big time. They only have, I don't, do they have a show? Like a proper show? Besides horror makeup? Uh, the, well, they uh, have the Born. The Born. Oh, yeah. God, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> nah. I mean, if you don't, yeah. Poseidon's Theory shut down, and that's not like a, you know, a proper show or anything yeah. like that. I think I, I do like the idea, I guess, maybe of Illumination, but I think they could easily mix it between that and DreamWorks. I know it's kind of similar, but you have so many properties between the two, you know? And I think kind of like Nick was saying, if you, you, you narrow it down to just that in particular, I mean, you're kind of banking on that, that studio for the next 20 or so years, you know? I'm not sure that's the the smartest move, but I guess that's why I don't make the decisions. But <laughs> um, yeah, I'm intrigued though. Well, Nolan, when you mentioned that, remember we we always heard about that um How to Train Your Dragons ride that's like similar yeah, to so, the Avatar ride. Yeah, so that was supposedly the land. It was just based off that, I believe. Oh. So I'm not sure how that changed into this, or they're keeping that, or what. But uh, that'd be smart of them to keep both. But, I mean, I'm interested to see kind of how this plays out. So, Yeah, because, I mean, when we were looking at it, there's not that mu- Like, they don't have that many properties for illumination for a land. And I guess you could right. do it. But, like, it just seems very slim in terms of the pickings. Right, right. So, uh, last but not least, uh, news-wise, um, I know Nick's excited. I'm excited. Kyle may or may yeah. not be excited. <laughs> um, so, Horror Nights is obviously back this year. Uh, interested to see kind of how that plays out with ticket-wise and kind of uh, crowds and whatnot. But uh, the big thing that got leaked, or I'm not sure who's in charge, but he's getting fired. Um, <laughs> there's, a, there's, there's a video that came out i think on their youtube or something like that i just saw it on twitter but uh uh jack is back jack the clown he's uh taking over horror nights for its 30th year and uh i'm not too surprised you know um i think there was merch or something last year or oh, i think yeah, in the, I in the yeah in the store or something he was involved so a lot of people were wondering um but uh anytime he's involved the event is usually bonkers so uh, I'm just hyped for that, and I mean it's gonna be wild this year. I think because of last year and just thirtieth year, it's just gonna be a a good old time for Kyle. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. 
Uh, the one thing that I'm really excited because, there, as Nolan mentioned, there was a video that came out or that was leaked about Jack coming back for this year. And in the video, it said something about Jack having his own house. And the first year that I went, I think it was the first year. I think it was the first year. They had a 20 Years of Fear house. And it was an ode to Horror Nights past. And Jack was pretty prominently featured in that. And if you could do something to give Jack a proper backstory, I would just go through the house 20 times and ignore the rest of the houses because it's a great character that they came up with. The guy that plays Jack is just perfect for the role. I love this idea. Thank you for bringing him back. I'm so excited to go this year. So what's interesting is when you first mentioned Jack coming back, I thought you were talking about Jack from uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> That's who I thought you were talking about. Hey, he might be back too. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, you'll, you'll experience it. You'll kind of get what we're uh, talking about once you go. Because I think you'll it'll, it'll go full circle once yeah. you uh, get to do all that. But it's a really good time. And uh, for those of you listening... Um, Kyle was talking about last year going to Horror Nights, and obviously with COVID, that got canceled out. So, uh, he's, he's very back and forth with it, but I think because of COVID and him not going to Universal for so long, he's going to become a trooper, bite the bullet, and just be so excited that he's there that he's going to have a great time with us. Exactly. So. <laughs> I mean, I, how do I not go to Halloween? I mean, I got to do at least, uh, one, you know, one time of Halloween Horror Nights. Like, it's the biggest yeah. event for Universal. How yeah, and who sure? knows? Maybe you'll go back every year. Maybe. I mean, that's I that's a lot of people. A lot of people are like that. So Yeah. That would um, be awesome. Yeah. So um, now on to our history section. And last week, if you guys uh, listened, uh, we talked about Universal opening. Um, I think it was 31 years ago uh, when we recorded. So today, I got two things. Um, the first one is in Disneyland a a land slash ride open. Do you guys know what it is? On on this day? How long on ago? This day. Is it? On this day. Uh how long uh, I won't give you the, the year. Uh, it might well, give it it's it's not it's no no it's not like long. It's not long ago. Uh it's Avatar? That's what I would have guessed too. Not Avatar. I, Disneyland. Disneyland. Oh, Disneyland. And you said it was an attraction? Attraction slash land. What? Disneyland, Disneyland, Disney Cars Land? Yeah. Yeah. Look at you, Nick. Yeah, Cars Land. Um, it opens. Um, it was a part of like a, a billion dollar renovation of the whole uh, uh, resort. Isn't that DCA? Uh, I'm not I sure think to be honest. California. Let me look it up real fast. I think that's California but Adventure. I'm pretty sure you might be right because I remember watching one of the videos on Disney Plus where they said they were banking on this because it was kind of going downhill, and because of Cars Land, they kind of really upped it, you know. And now it's obviously a really good park. So, kind yes. of wild to think of it in that way. It's in DCA. Bro, I'm looking at these pictures right now of Cars Land. My God, it looks amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, really it's sick. Fun. It's really sick. 
And it's cool because um, kind of how they transformed. I'm not sure if you guys saw the episode where they had to build all the, the rocks and whatnot and how they kind of the architecture involved with that, how they had to scale it to look like it was like huge. Um, Force perspective. Yeah. 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 And uh, I'm not sure you guys seen like on YouTube, the videos of the ride, but the ride is really dope. Oh, and the I ride think it, is amazing. I think it knocks uh, test track out the water. Oh yeah, heck yeah! Oh come on, there's no no. After the renovation they did with test track, they ruined it. So yeah, you're absolutely right. I've never even been on it, and I think it's bad. <laughs> so if that says anything. Oh, so yeah, that's that. And the other is um, a popular Pixar movie came out. Um, the sequel, sequel came out uh not too long ago today as well finding dory nope incredibles yeah nick's on point nick is on point uh did you guys see that one i did it's really good i think it's better than the first actually uh Kyle, what do you think i didn't see it yet um i'm not a huge fan of the original incredibles to be honest with what? you I know. I don't know oh, why. Oh Lord! Go not on that one. Uh oh, those are fighting words. <laughs> yeah, I I haven't I haven't seen the second one, but you saying that about the first is kind of od, Kyle. That's yeah. I I don't know why. Honestly, I really don't. I, mean, I do think is a, is a little too long. I do think that, but other than that, I think it's a really good movie. Um, I mean, I mean, but, maybe I think I think you don't like it. Because the villain reminds you of Sam Darnold. They kind of like, uh, <laughs> yeah. reminisce those Jets days. Unfortunately, so. this was when I saw this way before Sam Darnold was even in the NFL. <laughs> or even born, maybe. <laughs> but no, but here's what I think. So I, I don't rem- I mean, I remember it a little bit, but not too much. I think that one, I was, I think I was upset because like the kids really didn't have a role. And like back then, like I was a kid and like I hoped that they were going to be more of a uh, presence and they weren't. Like, it was more about, like, you know, the, the parents. I think that was a big part of it. And then also, like, we didn't need, like, we didn't need a, an animated, car, you know, superhero movie because we had, we grew up with, like, Spider-Man and Batman and, you know, all those great ones. Like, back in, you know, the 90s or the 80s, like, this would have been a perfect, you know, animated movie for kids. I think that as, since you're older... And you have a different perspective on the world. Yeah. I would possibly one day, if you're bored, revisit the Incredibles franchise. Because personally, I'm a fan of, I don't even know if you want to call it a franchise because it's only two movies. But they're really good. Yeah, I definitely will. I'll definitely give it another try. All right. Well, well, Nolan, Nolan, you, you like the first one. So, yeah. if you're looking for a movie that you really don't have to put a lot of, like, it's just, it's a fun ride. That's, that's like, the best part about the Incredibles movies. It's just, it's fun. Yeah, yeah, and it's, the thing I like about it the most is there's different characters where you, you could relate to one of them, you know? Like, each one is so different that each person watching can kind of relate to it in a certain way, which is dope. And 
No, I mean, I want to, I got to watch the second one because I honestly forgot until I, I looked this up. And uh, where do you rank it on uh, sequel wise with the uh, other oh, se- Pixar movies? Not like, obviously <laughs> not like in order, but is it like a, a uh, top, top tier, top two, something like that? Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I- I think um, I'm trying to think. Did you see uh, Kyle? I think you've seen it. Uh, Finding Dory. It's funny you say that because I just saw it for the first time a few days ago. Okay, <laughs> so Nolan, did you see it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, what did you guys think of Finding Dory? Um, I thought it was good, but it wasn't as good as the first. Okay, Kyle, your opinion? Since you you recently saw it, so you can have a fresh take on it. I really liked it. I mean, it wasn't as good as Finding Nemo, but I thought it was really good. Like, I didn't expect it to be as emotional and impactful as it was. Agreed. Uh, that's actually a really good assessment. I, I really enjoyed Finding Dory also, but I think the scale of The Incredibles is – it's just bigger, and the take on it is – it's like like you were saying with the emotional side of Finding Dory. It's just a relatable story. So I, I, I put it above Finding Dory in, in my book. Kyle, you might not because you weren't the biggest fan of The Incredibles. But Nolan, keep that in mind when you watch Incredibles 2 because I'm curious to know your opinion. When, when you watch it, if you watch it, we got to come back on the podcast and I want you to talk about it because yeah, I'm curious. I'll, uh, I'll definitely peep it soon because I'm intrigued to kind of give my opinion on it. So The villain's very relevant to today too, which is kind of cool. Oh, all right, all right. And uh, last but not least, our favorite, at least my favorite part of the show, is uh, questions of the week. Oh, wait, and, we uh, skip Legoland. That's why we have Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Kyle, you could, you could take it. So I just wanted to introduce that we have some big theme park um, an- announcements coming up, or one announcement. Um, so for the first time in 40 years, uh, there was a, a new theme park in the Northeast, and that is Legoland New York, um, which just opened for previews, um, I think it was a week and a half ago, about. Um, so it looked cool. I don't know. Have you guys ever been to Legoland, any of the Legolands? I haven't. I've only seen videos. Nolan? Uh, yeah, same same thing. Um. Yeah, so what, I mean, so I don't know, I've never been either, so I don't know what the other ones are like, um, but this one looks really cool. Um, I mean, they, they have, like, they did a good job with setting-wise, like, it just, you know, a ton of, like, huge, like, you know, larger-than-life Legos that are, you know, kind of really just, um, that are just designed really well, like, Nick, you really appreciate it. Um, and then they, they've got some really cool rides. Um, they have a few, let's see, there were a couple I highlighted. So the one, the uh, just real quick, the one that I did see was they they said it was like a state of the art. I don't know if it was a shooter ride, but I saw sort of like the building video of it, and it looked really amazing. But I don't remember yeah. the name. I think you're talking about which one? It was hold on, I'm trying to find it here. Uh, it was the Lego Factory Adventure. I believe that's it. There's that or the Lego nin, uh, Ninjaro Ninjago. No, I don't, I don't. I don't think it's that one. So it's got to be the Lego Factory Adventure. Um, so here's so it says 
Um, technically, like, you'll be shrunk down to like a miniature Lego, um, and then it's like everything else is really big around you. Um, in terms of what you can expect, um, it's more along the lines of like a traditional like um, like an indoor ride, you know, like an in, like a not a stream based ride, ride, but like dark ride. Yeah, thank you. Um, so th- that's everyone's talking about that. They said, um, uh, trying to see what it says here. Um, I mean, they said it just it provides like a unique experience that people haven't uh, done before, and they have um, some really cool motion tracking, meaning just like with you know with the um, the ride vehicle itself. So that's that's supposed to be really cool. Then they have the dragon, which is a, um, a roller coaster. So that's that should be really interesting, also. Yeah, um, I think I did see that actually. Looks pretty cool. Yeah, the, and they have like a ton of other things. You know, like they have like you know different centers and um, other like you know less intense rides. So I'm excited for it to to open and to try to get out there at some point. So uh, where exactly is it? So it's it's out in uh, it's in New York. Like it's uh, let's see where it is exactly. I mean it's it's not in the city. It's not on Long Island. Um, Actually, I thought it was like a some random town. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's called Goshen, Goshen, New York. Goshen. Yeah, it's, like, it's near the Catskills. It's I, near the Catskills is where it is. So is it is it more like country New York? Like not, it's out it's far outside of the city. I'm assuming. Yeah, and I guess yeah, and a lot of pe- a lot of people. Like try to you know get out of the city and like rent you know houses near the Catskills uh, during the summer, and so I would assume like the thought is that on their way there they could stop off at Legoland. I mean, it's kind of interesting that they built this because, like you were saying uh, pre-show, that they don't really have anything besides, I guess, Coney Island right. to like really attend attraction-wise. So it's kind of nice for that, and I like the point that you made with people getting out of the city. Like a, a getaway, which is kind of neat. But the only thing I don't like about Legoland, it's family friendly, but it's mainly geared towards kids. I would say thirteen under, ten and under. Like I own way, way too many Legos for being an adult. Like it shouldn't be legal for me to own this many toys. But I love Legos. Um, but I think it would be advantageous for Lego to build rides geared for adults too because it that's why i haven't gone it feels too childish yeah well nick it's interesting you say that because like the movies especially were more like i mean they were geared toward kids but like they were also like for adults like they had like a really kind of like wry sense of humor and like they had like a lot of references like adult you know content and you know older nostalgic things and so like i think that you know they could try to capitalize on that by building some more adult rides that's a really good point that's a that's actually a really really good point. I love those movies. Yeah, they were great. They're really great. Nolan. All right, Nolan. Yeah. Question yeah. So so, yeah, so back to our favorite uh, section of the show, uh, questions, questions of the week. And uh, this week we actually have uh, a fun little uh, interactive um, question from a close. Friend slash family member. The pod. Yes. 
So my mom is a, a big fan of the show. She listens to every a episode. W. Shout out. <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, so, I mean, to start off the question and answer section, you know, I thought no one would be better to ask than her. Um, and so I asked her, you know, you, you know, the three of us were big fans of amusement parks, especially Universal. Um, and so I wanted to get a different perspective on, like, someone who's not as into theme parks. But obviously, you know, millions of people go every year that aren't into theme parks, you know, that just want to be there, you know, once for the experience or, you know, maybe don't get to go a lot. Um, so I wanted to see, I asked her, what was her favorite part of the, the parks? Um, uh, specifically universal. Um, so her answer was really interesting. I want to get your, your guys' thoughts on it because this is something that goes against what you guys like. Um, so she said that she loves the screen based rides. So some, yeah, yeah. So especially, um, so something like Spider-Man, um, and even like Avatar when we were in Disney, she loved Avatar. Um, you know, Gringotts, those types of rides. Did she have a favorite out of the bunch, by chance? Um, I don't know the exact favorite. I mean, she really liked Spider-Man um, in Universal, and she really liked Flight of Passage on um, in Disney. Hmm. Spider-Man's a great ride. I'm not going to argue with that. No, it's a great ride, absolutely. So, I guess... I'm going to make an assumption, Mama W, on her opinion, because personally, with going to theme parks, I mean, I've gone to theme parks my entire life on a monthly basis, basically, and I guess what I grew up with wasn't screen-based, and then going so often, seeing things change, I kind of didn't want to see that. Uh-huh. So maybe it's just like the immersion of it, especially with Flight of Passage. I haven't been on it, but I can imagine that being mind blowing for somebody who doesn't really visit theme parks that often, mm-hmm. especially if you go on something like Soren or whatever. Um, but that's that's a really interesting take. I honestly would have never thought that I would hear somebody say that they loved screen based rides over <laughs> over practical rides or. Uh, <laughs> Rise heavily featuring animatronics, but hey, to each their own. So is she um not a fan of thrill rides? No, she doesn't. Well, that's the other thing. She doesn't really love thrill rides, so like she doesn't like the Hulk or you know any of the roller coasters. Gotcha. But she she rather those than just like a like an ET or like well, a, a a dark ride. Well, so well that was what I was gonna say. She also loves ET. So I mean, it's not <laughs> like she doesn't like ET or the animatronics, but I guess you know. But she really likes you know the screen rides. You know they're they're immersive, and has, I just hit it on the head. Has she been on Fast and Furious? <laughs> no, she is not. She's not been to the park since it opened. Okay, That'll ruin so, her opinion. <laughs> yes, yeah. So yeah, I think you have to take her back. And get her on that ride, and then we can maybe see if she still agrees with that statement. <laughs> but, but, yeah, but that doesn't count as a real screen ride. That's ridiculous. Like, uh, yeah. but but I mean, that's something. What she said, you know, it's kind of similar to like what I was thinking. Like, obviously, I love Spider Man, like Bring Gots and you know Harry Potter and all those 
like they're they're screen based rides, yes, but they're also like Nick said, very immersive. They they also take you around. It's not like you're just sitting in front of a screen like you're watching a movie. Like you're moving around. Like they're like you know all those effects and you know all these things. So it's not just screens, you know. Yeah, and it is interesting also too, like future wise, like how much screen based stuff are they gonna do? How much practical? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously technology. I mean, I'm not sure how much that is gonna involve the uh, decision making, but. Hopefully they go more practical because I think when they go practical, or at least mostly practical, it works out in their favor. And when they don't, it kind of backfires. But um, I'm intrigued. So that's a good question. I I like the response because you're really, like Kyle said, you don't really hear that opinion too much. So I'm curious to know. So you're. Your parents were born in New York, Kyle? Yes. Okay, so did she go to Disney at all as a kid? Like once, twice, yeah. whatever? Assuming yeah, been there. At, least, at least once or twice, yeah. So does she prefer to go, like if she could have a trip to Universal or Disney, do you know which one she would choose? Um, I'm sure, I'm sure Disney. So like okay. she really likes like, like the, you know, the Haunted Mansion and uh, Pirates of the Caribbean and you know those types of original rides too. Okay, so I wouldn't. All right, that that's fair. That's fair. I was just curious. Very interesting take, Mama W. By the way. Yes. But yeah, mm. I like the screen rides too. I mean, like I said. Yeah. Who who doesn't love pet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, and also, I think there's something to the fact that like, we go, or you know, you guys go all the time. Um, like you're experiencing it over and over again. If you don't experience it, yeah. you know, so much, like it's so cool because it's immersive. Yeah. Like saying. Yeah, I totally get that too. So that it's both sides. I see. So uh, you know, really quick, uh, really super fast side note. So based on what Kyle just said, I was listening to an interview with a ride designer for, I think it was like arrow something engineering company and this guy's designed rides all over the world and he was basically saying that through his profession he's ridden so many rides he kind of doesn't really find the thrill in anything anymore so it's kind of interesting the people who don't go often their opinions kind of matter more because you can become numb like Nolan and I can become numb to certain things because we go there so often um, so I think if you really want to gauge the opinion properly of an attraction, it's ask somebody who's never really grown up regularly going to the parks. Hmm. Anyway. I I think that's a, a far majority of the people, right? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. That's actually a really good opinion. I mean, opinion. A really good question. Because I see a lot of cars down here that have the annual pass sticker, but there's right. so many people that go a day. I'm, I'm assuming most, yeah, I guess most of them would be, you know, once a year, once every couple of year guests. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. So, Nolan, I think you had a question, right? Uh, No, that was pretty much it. Oh. Yeah, no, that was, that, <laughs> that was pretty much it. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, um, hopefully you guys enjoyed listening. Um, as always, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, 
And I think that's about it. Um, for your amusement, I can spell it in the podcast. And uh, make sure oh. if you guys, yep. Yeah, and Kyle. also, just make sure, like, I think it's Instagram, um, to search for one word, right? Or two words. It's 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 written, written a certain way because you can't find it otherwise. Yeah, yeah, it'll it'll come up somehow. Um, we'll make sure it's the same way. Okay, but cool. uh, um, yeah, like I said, if you guys also want to participate more interactive wise, whatnot, um, you can. Follow us on there. Send us messages. I know TikTok is a feature where you can send us questions. So whatever you guys want to do, um, we can do that for uh, upcoming episodes. It'll be really dope to answer you guys' questions. So, uh, yeah. Just to, just to clarify, you have to search for your amusement for one word because I know I've had, we've heard that it doesn't come up if you search for more words, if you put spaces between. Instagram is one word with an underscore at the end. I just looked Correct. it. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah. So, you heard it from Kyle. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, see you guys next week. Hopefully, you guys enjoy listening. Peace.